Hi family, this is Elizabeth Burnham. Welcome to Renovate. This month's talk is Fear Not. God's perfect love for you will drive out any fear that may be plaguing your life. We pray that you are blessed by this message as you listen today. Hi everybody and welcome back to Renovate. We're so excited to finish up this series, Fear Not. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this month we've been talking about fear what fear is, where it comes from, and tonight we're going to talk about how to deal with fear. Now, the past two weeks in talking about fear, the first uh, week we talked about how God is love and yeah. that God loves us when you understand the nature of God and the character of God and you understand that He's responsible for you to take care of you and to provide for you yeah. and He has the very best uh, uh, plan for your life, present, yeah. future, for your family. When you get knowledge and understanding of that, then it drives all fear out because you realize that God's love is, is, is more powerful than anything else. And there's no, there's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. There's, there's nothing worth, uh, there's no cares worth no. carrying because he's the it. one that's, uh, that carries our cares for us so that's that we right. can have peace and joy and live a life full of abundance. And uh, so we talked about that first week. The second week, we talked about um, how, uh, what did we talk about last week? <laughs> we talked about um, the covenant of, and different things like that. Okay. I don't remember what we talked about. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was concerning fear. Go back and watch last yeah. uh, week's message, and you will be blessed. So tonight, what we, what we have tonight? Okay, so the question I believe that we have all asked is, how do I overcome fear? Fear is one of the greatest hindrances that people face in their day-to-day -day lives. The fear of failure, the fear of man's opinion, the fear of not living up to a certain uh, expectation of your boss, of your spouse, of a friend, whoever it may be. Um, and the, uh, the biggest battle that we face as believers is, is between our two ears right here. And that is the mind. That is what we battle with the most because the enemy of God is the carnal mind. And so once we get our thinking in the direction of how God thinks and how he perceives us and how he feels about us, then it's so much easier to recognize the lie from the truth because that is the thing that people miss. That's what we all miss is that we buy into a lie that these thoughts that come to me are truth rather than what God says about me and what the Word says about me is truth. And so um, our whole goal this month is to help you recognize a lie from a truth. What's the truth? Okay, well, let's dive in. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So, and that is in Philippians 4, 8. So that is telling us these are the things that we should be meditating on. These are the things that we should be receiving as truth. Things that are noble, things that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, that are of a good report, not a bad report. Uh, anything that is virtue, anything that is praiseworthy, that is the thing, the very thing that we are to be meditating on. And uh, so if we get a, um, a thought that may come to our mind of, hey, this person doesn't like you, or, hey, you're ugly. Well, does that, does that mean 
does that mean that's the truth? But right here it says that the things that we need to meditate on are things that are of a good report. So if just say a thought comes to my mind of me feeling rejected, well I need to know automatically that's a lie. And I have that very moment to, to, um, to make a decision. If I'm going to receive a liar's truth or I'm going to put God's truth to that lie and take that in my, into consideration. We need to consider Jesus in these situations that what he did, what God says about us, is uh, it sur wait, ho 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 totally surpasses these thoughts that might come to our mind. Yeah. And because this is the thing, you, you can't, we can't help thoughts from coming. Yeah, it's inevitable. When a negative thought or, or a lie comes to our mm -hmm. mind, we can't help that because uh, Satan, we do have an enemy, yep. and he, he, does, he does send thoughts. Yep. And so uh, we don't need to take claim to those thoughts. Yep. You know, if a bad thought does come, a lot of times, you know, condemnation and shame and guilt. Yes. And, and, and uh, the lie sometimes is, you know, well, man, there must be something wrong with me because I'm thinking, I'm thinking these that. Things. Oh. Like, I had that thought. But that is a lie. You can't help thoughts from coming, but what you can help is meditating on those, yes. on the, those thoughts. Excuse me. God has given us the grace yes. to be able to uh, take thoughts captive yes. and to be able to cast thoughts aside mm -hmm. and to be able to choose as a choice to it's meditate choice. on things that are pure and yes. lovely and of a good report and and this takes work it does because our thinking is um, is habitual it is like we had developed from a child right on up to however old you are you have developed a thinking uh, a way of thinking yeah pattern a yeah. Think, thinking patterns and so uh, you have to be intentional about this, and your mind has to constantly be renewed by the water of the Word. You have to yes. read the Bible every day, every day, and be intentional about thinking on God's Word, thinking on His blessings, yes. thinking on His promises, and not on uh, what somebody may or not may or may not be thinking. The fear of uh, losing your job, yes. losing your house, you know, uh, going bankrupt. The the fear of rejection. Um, those things are thoughts first before they before they manifest in your emotions. Uh, yes. So if we can conquer them as soon as they come into our mind, then uh, uh, we can keep them from manifesting into anxiety, yes. into uh, stress, mm -hmm. into depression. Heart attacks. Heart attacks, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, high blood pressure. If, yeah. Uh, the, the thoughts, uh, that's the beginning. You know, that's the seed. So, but we are the ones that allow... Uh, what seeds to produce and to be watered on yeah and to be watered because some seeds are growing to huge trees and take over yeah so we want to make sure that it's the promises of god the tree taken, of life amen it's taken <laughs> over our life but you do have to be intentional yes you have to be and it, and it, it, that doesn't come natural you have to work on it It does and it and you know well because we've all had to work through that uh Brandon and I both have of taking thoughts captive. Still do it. Still yeah, we still do. Every day. That, yeah, as long as we live in a fallen world, we will have thoughts. And as long as there's a devil in this earth, he's going to send thoughts. But the um, the difference is knowing how to take a thought captive. Um, and what what is the what do these words mean? I, I love to look up uh, what words mean because I think it gives um, a little more substance to the meaning for us carnal, you know, our carnal mind, you know, so captive, Webster's Dictionary means to be imprisoned or confined. A person who has taken a prisoner or um, an animal has been confined. And a thought 
is an idea or an opinion produced by thinking or occurring suddenly in the mind. It's the action or process of thinking. And so a thought is an idea or an opinion, but it's not truth. You see, when, you see what that means? See, a fact, a fact is subject to change. But the truth, the truth is going to be the truth regardless of what happens. It may be a fact that you've gained weight, but the truth is you're wonderfully and fearfully made. You know, it's so easy for us to get wrapped up in the natural and seeing, you know, because it's what we see, it's what we touch, taste, it's what we touch, it's what we feel. It's a lot easier for us to see that as truth rather than taking hold of the Word of God and receiving that as truth. Um, and when it comes to fear, you know, in 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So if any thoughts of fear come, you need to know that those are from the enemy. It is not, oh gosh, well, is this a sign from... No, no, no. Because God, if, if we have a spirit of fear, um, it doesn't come from God. It says, we, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so if, if any thoughts of fear come, if you're scared, any anxious feelings, know that immediately you know, okay, this is not of God. So I need to uh, speak the word over this situation because somewhere fear has creeped in and is trying to rob from me. And so it's going ahead and recon recognizing it from the start and not letting that fear or that dread stay there and rule your thinking and rule your actions or even your decision making. And so um, let's get, jump on into um, 2 Corinthians 10.5. Um, it says, Taking down every thought captive um, that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ. And that's kind of just the paraphrased version. Um, I'm reading... Um, Got my paper Bible right here if y'all want to follow along. So 2 Corinthians 4 through 6. We're just going to read through that whole thing. It says, The weapons we fight are with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We let's see. Oh, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. So, um, going back to taking down every thought that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ. This tells me that knowledge is power for us believers. Knowledge of the Word, knowledge of His promises, knowledge of who we are in Him. Because without knowing, then whatever comes your way will exalt itself above you, above um, what you feel like you can get through. Because without reading the Word, you haven't then been given true knowledge of how you are an overcomer for your situation. And so it's so important, guys. I know we've said this a million times, but getting in the Word is so important. Knowledge is power, and power is the authority that God gave you and has intended for you to have this entire time that Jesus paid for at the cross. But apart from having knowledge of who you are and what He's given us and what He paid for us to have, we will never walk in that fullness. And the devil just continued to eat our lunch all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and when we say get in the Word, yeah. those of you who may not know what, what we're saying or what we mean when we say that, we're, we mean it, we're meaning read the Bible, um, which is the Word of God, which is Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus uh, uh, 
became flesh and dwelt among men. The Word became flesh and dwelt among men in John chapter 1, the Gospel of John. And so this, this Bible right here is just as powerful as if Jesus Christ himself uh, was to manifest himself and walk into your living room and uh, tell you he loves you. This Word right here is just as powerful and just as effective uh, today as if Jesus was to do that to, uh, to you. And so uh, it's important. You need, you need to read the Bible. But the battle, the battle, um, it all, it, in excuse me, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, what Elizabeth just read, is talking about a spiritual battle. Yeah. There is a spiritual battle that rages in, in your mind. And, uh, but here, uh, the Apostle Paul says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, yeah. meaning that uh, your, your, your boss that's, you know, that... Uh, may cuss at you today is not your enemy <laughs> that's not your enemy <laughs> yeah your wife you were expecting her to cook dinner and you got home and nothing was cooked she's not your enemy i that's promise right. um but our enemy is a spiritual enemy his name is the devil and because our enemy is a spiritual enemy who manifests himself through people yeah then we have to fight him through uh uh with spiritual weapons yeah and uh god's given us the ability to uh, our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds, excuse me, <laughs> are bundles of thoughts. They're bundles of lies that form in a person's mind. But God's given us the ability yeah. to tear down every stronghold, every lie that's been established in our mind mm -hmm. through the way we we're taught or the way we we're raised. When we gain truth of what God really says about yeah. us or our situations, then we're able to. Uh, tear those strongholds down in our minds, receive freedom, and then enjoy God's, um, enjoy God's freedom. Yeah, that's it. Um, I, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. It's the same concept as someone who went to school to be an accountant or to be a doctor or to be whatever. Well, their knowledge automatically places them in a position regardless of what they may experience, but because this boss or this company knows that they have been equipped with this knowledge, that they can step into a position, and regardless of the experience, because of the knowledge, they can overcome whatever challenges they face. It's the same thing with God. When we educate ourselves with the Word, with the knowledge, with um, allowing the uh, water of the Word and, and, and reading the Bible every single day to get into our hearts, to get into our minds and renew it, it, regardless of what experience may, experiences may come or regardless of whatever trials you know may come your way it's not going to matter because your knowledge of the word you having a revelation of who you are and may, uh, having a promise to stand on is what's going to give you the automatic victory in that situ situation because God's given us the victory but the only way that we experience victory is knowing that we're already victorious and so what but that comes first and foremost by knowledge you need to get in the word you need to find out who you are you need to find out that you haven't been given a spirit of fear so that when a situation comes or when an experience comes and a thought comes you know that you can take it captive and you can apply this verse or this uh, you know whatever to that ex to that experience and be an overcomer through your knowledge of the word yeah an illustration of that is when I was in Bible mm -hmm. school, I, I, uh, my last year in Bible school, the Lord told me 
to learn how to play the guitar. So I, I started learning how to play the guitar. He gave me a roommate that was a worship leader, and he, he started showing me some chords. Well, <laughs> um, uh, I went and tried out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try out in the house of prayer. <laughs> I'm going to try out to be on, on a worship team. And I'm thinking, you know, I just learned how to play this guitar. Uh, I'm just starting to to sing and play at the same time. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking the the best I will do is make a team. <laughs> yeah. So I go to the tryouts <laughs> and I, I'm singing and playing, you know. I'm uh, singing, I, I don't know what song, but um, just because I love this song, we'll, we'll use it. Because um, you're a good, good father. Is that, how does that go? Yeah, that's oh, okay. it. See <laughs> you are, see you are, and I'm loved by you. So I'm singing and playing, playing my guitar. And, and after the audition, the guy over the house of prayer, he said, hey, man, um, <laughs> he said, what, what do you think about leading a, a, uh, a worship set and leading a team, a band? And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, I've never led a band before in my life. <laughs> but I guess I'm up for the occasion. So I said, yeah. Uh, I'll do that. And of course, when I left there, I, I started sweat bullets. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> how in the world am I going to do this? <laughs> but on the other hand, if God provided the opportunity, yep. then he would grace me to do it. And so, uh, and so, man, uh, we, I think it was on Wednesday, we had an hour worship set. We would go in there and we would play and pray a mixture of prayer and worship for mm -hmm. an hour. And people would come in and pray as we were uh, singing and uh, praying and playing. And every Wednesday, well, actually the night before, as I'm preparing the <laughs> set and I'm thinking through the songs and I'm praying, uh, every Tuesday night before the set on Wednesday, I would start getting feeling knots in my stomach. <laughs> I would start feeling like that I was stomach getting churning. sick. <laughs> um, and, uh, Excuse me. I was tempted every Tuesday night to call the guy over the house of prayer and say, hey, man, listen, uh, and actually lie. I was tempted to lie and say, hey, you know, I'm not feeling good or, hey, I've <laughs> got to work. I'm not going to be able to make it. But I wouldn't do it because I knew that God wanted me to do that. Yeah. And I had a passion and desire to do it. But fear was doing, that spirit of fear was doing its best to rob me, to rob me of fulfilling God's call and to rob others for yep. fulfilling God's call and receiving from him in the house of prayer. Yep. So I would push through it. I'd push through it. When I get there on Wednesday, we would always pray before we went in there and start uh, and started with the worship. And uh, uh, man, I, I, as we're praying, you know, I'm, I'm still feeling sick. <laughs> yeah. And as I walked on stage every Wednesday in my, in my heart and under my breath, I will say, for God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Greater is he that sent me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I would just, I would declare the word of God over my situation. And as uh, soon as the, the first, I strummed the first chord and we started, man, the, uh, uh, that fear left, peace came, the joy of the Lord filled my heart, mm -hmm. and the grace of God just took over and empowered me to do what I could do in my own power. Now, towards the end of the semester, it, it, um, the butterflies wasn't as strong, yep. and, and it got to the point where uh, when I walked in there, you know, the fear wasn't there anymore. Yep. Uh, but I had to press through, and yep. sometimes, you know, uh, 
when fear comes and tries to rob us from doing what God's put in our heart to yeah. do or what God's asked us to do, we you have to use God's word and declare God's word yeah. over yourself, over others, over your situation. And sometimes you have to speak to fear. Command fear, you have no place in my life. Yeah. Go now in the name in of the Jesus name of Christ. Jesus. And you just have to press through. Yeah. You have to be tenacious and press, to. And press through. And, and as you're pressing through, fear, you'll find that fear will lose its grip and will yes. fall off of you and your life to where you won't be afraid to do whatever that is any longer. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's sad, Brandon, because um, one of my favorite quotes to live by when anytime I'm pursuing a new venture or anytime I'm doing something different that I know is taking me out of my comfort zone, I have to remind myself that fear kills more dreams than failure. Most of the time, there are so many people out there that have so many beautiful things locked up on the inside of them, so many great ideas, inventions, I mean, you name it, just locked up in, on the inside because of fear. And fear is robbing so many people of their dreams and being fulfilled in their mm -hmm. dreams. And they're just living a mediocre life, going day to day, without ever experiencing true fulfillment. And mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it, it's sad. But the biggest thing most of the time that hinders people is, you know, the fear, but then the dread and procrastination. Yours in this situation was the dread. You were dreading getting up there because of, you know, what are people going to think? Am I going to mess up? You know, what is it, you know, what's going to happen, you know? Or even pro procrastination. Um, I know personally I have had to overcome and at times still try to overcome uh, procrastination uh, and and really it's it's um, it, it's a robber dread and procrastination are because it hinders you from having that get it done mentality and being able because anybody who achieves anything is going to require tenacity it's going to require a go-getter attitude and um, it's not a personality thing it's a choice mm -hmm. um, you know most of the time with anything whether it's spiritual, um, a dream, anything like that, you have to have that go-getter attitude, even when it's speaking to fear. Like when that fear comes, you say, no, in the name of Jesus, fear, you know, leave right now. But the only way to have that attitude is you, you have yes. to have confidence yes. in the God that lives on the inside of you. But if you don't know who he is yep. and who he's created you to be and what he wants to do in and through you, if you don't have knowledge of his word, then you won't have the confidence to push through yeah. that that uh, the doubt, the unbelief, the dread, yes. and uh, and you will procrastinate and you and you will miss out, and other people will miss out if yeah. you do that. But you're not going to do that in yeah. the name, in of, the name Jesus of Jesus. Christ. I posted a picture uh, not too long ago, and it was of me like walking out of store, being all like trendy and stuff, and and I put when you when you have an understanding and a revelation of who you are, it makes you walk a little differently, and it does. You know that hey. I can do all things through Christ when I walk up in a room in front of people having to present a presentation for work or I can do all things through Christ because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world when I ha when I know there's a confrontation coming because of a situation or something like that and you don't bow down to that spirit of fear but you rise up as a child of God and you hold your head high um, you know knowing that no matter what happens it has nothing to do with uh, with how valuable you are. If it's something bad that happens, that doesn't make you any less valuable. If anything, you just need to know, regardless of what happens, I know who I am, and I'm not afraid of that. And I'm okay with me. I'm okay with who God has created me to be. And that's all that He wants from us. 
is to be who he's created us to be. And so, yeah, so you have to speak the word to the spirit of fear. It's so important. Um, do you want to, um, I know that you had a situation um, when it came to like dread and things like that when you were traveling on the road with uh, uh, Nancy Harmon. Yeah, um, when I was traveling on the road with Nancy Harmon, so Nancy Harmon is a minister. She still ministers today. You need to go to her Facebook. Check her out. Nancy Harmon uh, Ministries or Nancy Harmon. Her Facebook, uh, she does live videos mm -hmm. now. She's in her 70s. But for, for years and years and years, she took a young people, young uh, ministers mm -hmm. on the road with her and trained them in ministry. Um, she would, uh, you know, give them opportunities to preach in revivals, preach and sing on television. Um, to, uh, and, and so... Uh, when we when I was with her, one of the things she would do was in the middle. We would be doing a revival <laughs> service at a church, and you never knew when she would call your name out and and tell you know grab a microphone and come down. <laughs> and so uh, you had had to be ready. The Bible yep. says be be uh, instant in season and out of season. <laughs> yeah. You'd be ready at all times to present the word of God. And uh, so we learned how to be ready because we never knew when she was going to say, Hey, Brandon, right in the middle of a song, Come on up. grab a microphone. Come on down. And so, uh, so that was, you know, that was very frightening for a lot of us. You know, the number one fear in the world is uh, the fear of public speaking. Which is crazy. I'm thinking like fear of dying or fear of uh, getting an incurable disease. No, it's fear of public speaking. Fear of public speaking. Crazy. And so... Uh, she would call us down there, and then we would grab the microphone and preach. Um, so what she was doing, she was helping us overcome the fear of public speaking and the fear of man's opinions and the fear of failure, the fear of making mistakes. But one of the things she would tell us, uh, she gave us this this truth, and this key principle that helped me, and, and uh, I pray that it helps you. Yeah. She told me, she said, Brandon, you know how to overcome fear? She said, do what you're afraid of. Whatever it is that yep. you're afraid to do, just do it. You make yourself do it. You press through it. You press through it with your faith in God, speaking to the spirit of fear, declaring the word of God over yourself, and you just keep marching forward. And when you do that, yep. it breaks fear off your life. Now, it does. you know, I'm, I'm not fearful to talk in, in front of uh, folks. I'm not fearful to sing in front of people anymore. Um, and it's because God gave me the opportunity. To, uh, to sing in front of people and to speak. Yep. And I chose to do it when I had, when I did have the cho choice as well to cower down to that spirit. Mm -hmm. If I would have did that, I probably wouldn't be speaking to you guys today. Yeah. I wouldn't be prepared. But now that, that spirit has been driven, that spirit of fear has been driven out of my yep. life. And I'm, I'm able to fulfill the call of God and enjoy the blessings of it. And other people are able to experience uh, the, the word of God and the blessings of God because... Yep. I chose not to cower down yep. to the spirit of fear. Yep. Yeah. Choose not to fear um, so that you can uh, live out your dreams so that other people can be blessed by you being fulfilled. And it's all a trickling f effect. Like, it's all a part of the kingdom of God. And, uh, you know, all of our callings somehow end up running in together, and they just kind of um, work hand in hand. And so it's so important for not just ourselves but for other people for us to be fulfilled and walking in our calling without the fear of failure. Yeah. So uh, it's a choice. God's made us more than conquerors. Man, yeah. He's conquered the devil already for us. But it's our choice when the thoughts come, are we going to meditate on yeah. negative thoughts or on pure thoughts? Are we going to meditate on thoughts of fear or healthy thoughts of faith 
yeah. and belief. You know, that's where it starts in the mind. It's a choice. And then, you know, once we make that choice, uh, are we going to continue to move forward and do what's in our heart to do regardless of the, the, uh, the I call them, you know, the butterflies or whatever in our stomach. It, it's all a choice. God's given us his word. He's given us his name, the name of Jesus. And at that name, every demon in hell tremble. He's yep. given us the power, the Holy Spirit, resurrection power is on the inside of us. And he's made us more than conquerors. But we must get in the Bible and choose to think on his word, believe his word, declare his word, and we can have what his word yep. promises us. We are so glad that you tuned into today's message. Fear has no place in your life. God has an abundant life for you and for your family. Thank you so much to our partners for all that you do to help Brandon and I share the good news of Jesus with people all around the world. If you would like to become a partner, you can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at www.thebrandlife.org. You can give your financial gift online or by mail at P.O. Box 30966, Savannah, Georgia, 31410. And please make checks payable to The Brand Life. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Also, on our website, you can purchase our latest book, Renovate Your Faith. This book will teach you how to use the faith that God has given you to receive His best for your life. Thank you so much for listening.